There are two incredibly hot people in this book. I would like to make that quite clear. Mm-hmm. That includes Doctor. The Doctor. The Doctor Livesley. Yep. Yep. He's just, wow. I, I flipped to the page show. with the picture and I just stared at it for a second because I was like, that is like movie yeah. level yep. hot. Like there's a specific actor he looks like that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And sadly, Long John Silver. <laughs> Long John Silver. <laughs> what a problematic fave. I know. Gotta love him. I mean, my favorite thing about him is that his name is probably just John Silver. But you want to guess how he got the nickname Long, Long John? My name is Heidi, and I've got an ice pack on my back. And I'm Rory, and I have s- started a reading schedule. Only 31 episodes, 32 episodes in. We're pretty obsessed with books and movies. It's not my turn, is it? <laughs> it is and every episode we talk about ones that we enjoy be worn there spoilers ahead we're not redoing that no (laughs) (laughs) so we're talking about treasure island the robert lewis stevenson classic if you haven't read it you're legit missing out oh 100 percent. it's excellent it's so good i am tempted to keep my physical copy i reread it on kindle because I wanted something to read in bed. Your copy's so pretty. You gotta. Yeah. You got the, like, the pretty copy. Yeah, I got the pretty Barnes & Noble, like, I am the keeper of secrets children's edition. It's so good. It looks fake leather bound. Like, it's, wow. What a good copy. No, that's excellent. I I vote keep that. Yeah. I think, well, you know, do you know how I'm planning on organizing my books for school? Because I have Mm. decided on my system, finally. Ooh. It is not by quantity of books, mm-hmm. or not by, sorry, not number of volumes. It is by literal quantity of books. Mm-hmm. So I have three shelves of potential, mm-hmm. and it's like, whatever fits on those three shelves, right. I get to take. Yeah. Because I am not playing this game of like, ooh, the Binti trilogy counts as three books. Yeah, like, no. They're like, tiny. They're so skinny. They're all so small. Like, the three of them can count as one book. Exactly. So it's much easier to be like, okay, whatever fits physically in yeah. this space. And then it's like literally making space instead of being like, ah, oh, yes, the seven volumes of Narnia count as <laughs> one book because science. <laughs> and that way it's also like, do I really want to keep all eight volumes of Little House on the Prairie? Right. And like, it's much easier when it's a space thing than when it's a numbers thing. Because yeah. it's like, it feels like there should be one book, but it's not. That, well, that's not what we're talking about. We're not yeah. talking about my organizational abilities, which are, by <laughs> the way, A+. plus. <laughs> we are talking about Treasure Island, Robert Louis Stevenson. Yes. Um, What an adventure. Very. I have a few quick things about this book because I got the edition that gives you information. See, yeah, I got the children's. Ed- the children. It's the unabridged, but it's like. I would like, much rather have that one, but it, yes. It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so... For a fun fact for all y'all out there, this book coined the phrases Shiver Me Timbers and Yo-Ho-Ho and a bottle of rum. Oh, wow. Yeah. It really, like, did coin that. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, this is like the quintessential pirate book. Yeah. Uh, The quote is, it has secured a special place in the English lexicon for the phrases Shiver Me Timbers and Yo-Ho-Ho and a bottle of rum. And Long John Silver is the architect archetypal (laughs) peg-legged pirate he is except for and this is so frustrating he doesn't have a peg leg yeah like i'm like what like the stereotype (laughs) of like the peg-leg pirate long john silver and it's an important plot point uses a crutch (laughs) yeah he does not have a peg leg no he is missing a leg uses a crutch and it's cut off like kind of close to the hip yeah like it's not cut off at the knee it's like full Full leg gone. Which is one of the more incredible Mandela effects of, like, visualization. That when you visualize Long John Silver, peg leg, starting at the knee. It's on the cover of your book. Yeah, my book has a incorrect illustration of Long John Silver. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. I can imagine him with a crutch. I actually have a very specific image of what John Silver looks like. So it's not an issue. Yeah. But he also, um, uh, it is known that he fully um influenced Captain Hook mm-hmm. for Peter Pan. Oh surprise. Yeah. And fun fact, Treasure Island was Disney's first live action film. Wow. 
I'm wondering if I've seen that. It might. I have not. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I have seen it and seen it as in quotes, it was like falling asleep in the back of English class because right. it was a movie day and the right. lights were off. <laughs> like <laughs> and the lights were off. Like let's be clear. <laughs> and um, this the author mm-hmm. was heavily influenced by Edgar Allan Poe. I love that. Which is so weird and fun. I love it. Well, I mean, this is like a very uh, goth children's book. Yeah. Like, it's it's very oh, yeah. um, people die <laughs> yeah. very early. And, like, the opening chapters are, like, now that you say that, the opening chapters at the Admiral Benbow are so yeah. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a dark and stormy afternoon, <laughs> which is the like, children's okay, version. Edgar. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, it's yeah. excellent. I do want to real quick talk about that just as an environment shift. Like this uh-huh. book does an amazing job of atmospheric shifts. And actually, I think I think one of the books that C.S. Lewis talks about in his atmosphere essay is Treasure Island. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like the opening is very dark, stormy mm-hmm. England, mm-hmm. like coastal dreary and then you go to this like bustling seaport and yeah it's almost like you can hear the noise yeah and then you have like the dark kind of creaky quiet of the ship and then yeah. you have the brightness and the heat of the island and it's like yeah. it's very atmospheric like it's so easy to picture everything yeah. and it's so easy to feel and smell everything right. without it being like oh good we're gonna have five more pages of description yeah. like he's very precise with right. creating these environments and it's just i love i love like the color scheme and tonal shifts yeah because it makes it very it's a very cinematic book which mm-hmm. anytime there's a cinematic book that was written before cinema i'm impressed yes like it's like wow they knew it's like wow they actually wrote this like people would see it in their heads wow go you wow so smart of them I just, okay, this is on the 17th page. It's not plot spoiling, but it is a good way to explain the doctor in his entirety. Yeah. The old fellow's fury was awful. He sprang to his feet, drew and opened a sailor's clasp knife, and balancing it open on the palm of his hand, threatened to pin the doctor to the wall. The doctor never so much as moved. He spoke to him as before, over his shoulder, and in the same tone of voice, rather high, so that all the room might hear, but perfectly calmly, perfectly calm and steady. If you don't, if you do not put that knife in this instant in your pocket, I promise upon my honor, you shall hang as the next assizes. I do like that. I'd like to explain the squire in one quote. This is kind <laughs> of spoily, but it's squire. Oh, the squire. <laughs> it's kind of spoily, but like the way that you get there is so confusing <laughs> that it's like, eh, I'm not worried about it. The squire dropped down beside him on his knees and kissed his hand, crying like a child. Be I going, doctor, he asked. Tom, my man, said I, you're going home. I wish I'd had a lick at them with the gun first, he replied. Tom, said the squire, say you forgive me, won't you? Would that be respectful like from me to you, squire, was the answer. Howsoever, so be it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> After a little while of silence, he thought somebody might read a prayer. It's the custom, sir, he added apologetically. <laughs> like the squire's just crying that his servant has gotten shot. And the servant's uh. like, is it appropriate for me to forgive <laughs> you? Like, I, I feel like I was just following orders, sir. Like the squire can't shut his mouth. Surprisingly good in a firefight. I, I love, oh my God. The squire's just a Jake Peralta. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah, and poor Although slightly different. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, as far as can't shut his mouth, like, yeah, just <laughs> problematic fave. Oh, super good at his job, that. but absolutely useless. Oh, there's a quote about that. <laughs> Please like. do. Sorry, as you're looking at it, I'm you just did. looking at the squire's letter home, and it's like four postscripts, <laughs> which is uh, I know I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> Jim may spend one night with his mother. PPS. <laughs> it literally says PPS. Yeah, because it's the post postscript. Yeah. <laughs> I do oh. hate it when people write PPSS. I'm like, no, no, it's not the post no. postscript script. Yeah. You just keep adding P's. <laughs> Wait, they go. It goes postscript. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then post postscript. Yeah. And then post post yeah, yeah. postscript. But what do they do? Whenever someone does like PPSS. I'm like, you clearly don't know what PS stands for. No. You think that you're, or like PSPS, and I'm like, no, no. No. No, no, no. 
you can do a PSPS if it's the postscript related directly to the postscript and could not be the postscript to the letter. This is the uh-huh. kind of crap that I think about. <laughs> um. Oh, okay, here. Mm. This is the doctor <coughs> is the first quote. There's only one man I'm afraid of. And who's that? C- cried the squire. Name the dog, sir. You, replied the doctor, for you cannot <laughs> hold your tongue. <laughs> I love super efficient Jim. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we uh, got the old pirate up the stairs. We uh, opened his trunk. My mom counted out some money. Took way too long about it, but that's okay. <laughs> grabbed the packet, ran away. Took way too long about it. She had to make sure she didn't take more. She didn't take less. It was very annoying. I just said, grab it and we'll go. Yeah. She will refuse. Yeah, mama didn't. mama didn't like that. And she also didn't know most of the currency, so I had to help her. Yeah, well, and also, <laughs> like, I stole the boat. I dealt with the flag. Yeah. I dealt with hands. <laughs> like, like it's very, yo, let's steal their cannons. But, like, yo, let's steal, <laughs> steal the their boat. boat. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm on a boat. I'm with my pirate boat. buddies. <laughs> like, Jim Hawkins and the doctor's just like, boat. If Jim gets himself killed, he got himself killed. Because Lord knows. <laughs> We I'm had. on a boat, and this pirate's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. And I slipped off my shoes and did some spying. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I was like, how would that... And then I remembered, like, the wooden heels, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yep, okay, yeah. that now I understand. Yeah. I got there. Took me a minute, yeah. but I got there. Uh, yeah, it's very hard to explain what happens in Treasure Island beyond, like, there's an island with some buried treasure... And the map to aforementioned pirate treasure falls into the hands of 12-year-old Jim Hawkins. Yep. He shows it to the local squire and the doctor, who everyone respects, and they decide, Mm -hmm. because they're British, that, well, we have a map to it, and it's pirate gold, so if we can get it, it's ours. Yeah. And they get a boat and go go try to find it. But uh, the wrong kind of people catch wind about their adventure, and then things happen. Yep. That's it. That's the whole story. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's a mutiny. There's a mutiny. <laughs> mutiny. I do always picture Israel hands as like time has not been kind Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like puffy pants, the purple vest, no shirt, like the hat, the whole I like yeah. I honestly picture him as like time has not been kind to Aladdin. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I can imagine. Yeah, no, that's Exactly. That's exactly it. I also always picture Carl Urban as Long John Silver. Like, Uh, which, you know, admit it, like with the right beard, it's like, I mean, it's Carl Urban. And he looks like everybody in the sense that I'm still uncomfortable with the fact that he plays Aomir and Bones and what's his name from Thor. I'm like, this isn't, this can't be the same man. Uh But he feels very Long John Silver in that I Right. believe that he could pull the con that Long John pulls. Yeah. Oh. Problematic fave. Ugh. I mean, but he's so charming and smooth. <laughs> this kind of explains the captain. Mm-hmm. Oh, the captain. What I love in the, mud. the captain. I love him so much. He's such a pure boy. Like, he's so good and he's so hardworking and he's so, like, mm-hmm. I told you to do a job and you didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like the captain is very like sit in the corner and think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. Or the, the scene where he's like, I thought I was going to have to quit. I did not think yeah. he would be this accommodating. I had I have concerns. Yeah. And you heard them out. And I did not expect this conversation to go this way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what a good boy. <laughs> Next, said the captain. I, I learned we are going after treasure. I hear it from my own hands, mind you. Now, treasure is ticklish work. I don't like treasure voyages on any account, and I don't like them, above all, when they are secret and when, begging your pardon, Mr. Trelawney, Trelawney, the the secret has been told to the parrot. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, the actual parrot, but also the squire. (laughs) The squire is the parrot. Yeah. The squire's the parrot, and also, like, everyone knows the secret to the point that the parrot's telling people yeah. now. Like, there's treasure! There's yeah. treasure! Also, the pirate parrot. Like, I'm pretty sure that Treasure Island invented the pirate parrot. <laughs> yeah. Like, or not invented, yeah. but put it in, the in like, the, the mind. Right. Which is great. 
I'm so happy. <laughs> so much, so much picture. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Um. Oh, after the captain made uh, Jim do some work, mm-hmm. like Jim was kind of standing around and he made him go do something. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a quote from Jim's thoughts. I assure you, I was quite a- of the squire's way of thinking and hated the captain deeply. <laughs> like, okay, you little... <laughs> You little rat. Calm down. He just made you do some work. And you are a cabin boy. Like, you are an employee here. Also, I love the red, like, one of the red herring characters, who I'm not going to name because that would be a spoiler. Yeah. But he was not only useless as an officer and a bad influence amongst the men, but it was plain that at this rate he must soon kill himself outright. So nobody was much surprised nor very sorry when one dark night with a head sea, he disappeared entirely and was seen no more. And it's just like, (laughs) he builds up this character, builds up this character, like, super vivid, and then just, (laughs) bye-bye. And then he was gone. Thank God. (laughs) Goodbye, sir. Um, I can I can say that uh, you know how how the Muppet Christmas Carol is like the best Christmas Carol or a best Christmas yeah. Carol. Yeah. Um, the Muppet Treasure Island is equally like this is Treasure Island. Right. It's very very good. Um, and and you know the the Muppet whose face kind of starts halfway like his mouth is just turned down all the time, but it's not the two old old guys. Right. That's the captain. And it's uh, the very best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and the squire is played by Fozzie. <laughs> oh, Fozzie is such a good squire. It's, I'm serious. Like, Which it one is, is Kermit? I don't remember who Kermit doctor? plays. Doctor? I feel like he would tr- he I would play the doctor. Kermit plays the doctor. And the two like hecklers are the, the people at the bow of the ship. Like uh-huh. the carvings. The two heckler old guys who play um, Marley and Marley. They're very... Right. It's very good. It's so, so, so good. I cannot... I cannot rate Muppet Treasure Island. Okay. We're a Muppet-friendly podcast. Yes. The Muppets are great. (laughs) And a good adaptation doesn't keep every little detail. A good Mm -hmm. adaptation captures the spirit and the tone and the basics of the plot. And there is nothing more accurate than Fozzie as the squire. (laughs) There isn't. It's that is the most accurate adaptation I can ad- adaptation I can think like, of. Like I can't think of a human actor who could play the squire better than Fozzie. <laughs> like do regular Treasure <laughs> Island, but keep keep that casting. Yeah. <laughs> I like the mention of the poor jolly boat. Oh, <laughs> like every time they're like, oh that poor jolly boat. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> oops, it sank. It was not meant to hold those people. Dead men don't bite, you know. <laughs> like, oh, what a good moment that's such a good moment and that's jim like jim really does toughen up in this novel oh yeah like baby jim is crying over dead billy bones Mm -hmm. and end of novel jim is having nightmares about parrots which is kind of great like (laughs) that's his nightmare big mood yeah (laughs) like that's fair yeah i i could not could not enjoy this more it feels like watching a miniseries oh yeah this whole book is very and immediately I began to prefer the dangers that I knew to those I knew not. Ooh, this book yep. is very much like mm-hmm. that. And there's a lot of... Uh, Jim is like the golden trio level of... I decided to do something stupid and it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to sneak back <laughs> big, to the boat. Big, big Peralta mood. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to do a sneaky and steal the boat. I only had to kill one person to do it. You're hey. just like, good sir, you were 12 or 13. Like, what are you doing? Ugh. Okay, this conversation I love very much. I'm so excited. That man, Sm- okay, how do you say the captain's name? Smollett? Smollett. Okay. That man, Smollett, he said once, is a better man than I am. And when I say that, it means uh, it means a deal, Jim. That was the cap- uh, the, the um, doctor. Another time he came and was silent for a while. Then he put his head on one side and looked at me. Is that Ben Gunn, man? He asked. I do not know, sir, said I. I am not very sure whether he's sane. If there's any doubt about the matter, he is. Wait. If there's any doubt about the matter, he is, returned the doctor. A man who has been there three years biting his nail on a desert island, Jim, can expect to appear as sane as you or me. 
It doesn't lie in human nature. Was it cheese you said he had a fancy for? Yes, sir. Cheese, I answered. Well, Jim, says he, just see the, go- see the good that comes of being dainty in your food. <laughs> You've seen my snuff box, haven't you? And you never saw me take, a s- take snuff. The reason being that in, ma- in my snuff box, I carry a piece of Parmesan cheese. A cheese made in Italy. Very nutritious. Well, that's for Ben Gunn. I'm like, oh, he just wanted some cheese. Ben Gunn is such a good. Like, that's the first thing he talks about. He's like, hey, you have any cheese? Yeah, he's like. I really want cheese. I mean, honestly, (laughs) it's a big mood. I do also love that Ben Gunn didn't know how to make cheese because he's talking all the time about the goats. But it's like. Like, you could have made cheese, You could have made cheese. Well, this this is what happens when you abandon a man on an island. Yeah. Because Jim's mom would have had yeah. cheese. Yeah. Had she been left Stranded. alone. <laughs> uh. Or, you know, would have pulled a different move and lit all the rum on fire. <laughs> like, there are ways out. Yeah. Okay. I do want to say something, and this is not necessarily for quoting, but for a cautionary tale. Oh, do tell. The iron fire, ba- fire basket was carried bodily out by Mr. Trelawney and the embers smothered among the sand. Don't do that. If you ever have a fire on a beach, mm-hmm, mm. whether it's legal or not, I don't judge. Mm-hmm. Don't put sand over it. Do not do that. Just put a he- just so much water on it. Yeah. Literally yep. put it out, cool it down to the point you can touch it because if you smother it under the sand, it's just going to capture the heat and some poor like 5-year-old kid is going to step on it and literally burn his foot. Mm-hmm. Like it is very dangerous. Yep. Don't do that. Do you know what it's called when you cover live coals with mm-hmm. something like ash or sand? It's called banking the fire. Mm-hmm. And if you ever read an old book and you hear That's them what banking the fire, that means that you cover it with enough other stuff that tomorrow you can dig out the live coals which will still be live yeah and you can start the fire back up without having to like go to kindling like that is the point they do for that to keep the heat yeah. which is why i suspect that the squire was banking yeah the that's fire. what i thought too yeah but i was also like first thought was like no don't do that but but then i was like oh yeah no he's he's banking the fire yeah he's banking the fire in the way that you would if you could not like it would be much easier for him to scoop the coals back out of the sand than it would be for him to put sand into the into the iron pot so yeah but don't cover live coals that's insulating them and they will still be live same with wood like if you just Mm -hmm. any fire don't cover it yeah oh i was thinking like (laughs) charcoal as well like live charcoal well yeah don't, i just mean any fire yeah don't <laughs> don't do that don't cover fire with sand um don't cover fire with ash yep cover don't fire cover fire with water <laughs> put water on it and put water on it until you can touch it mm-hmm. like if you're like oh that's it's hot but like whatever it's fine no you don't it's know not how hot it is on the inside Mm-mm. it's not fine i do like the spoilers ahead safety segment <laughs> Keep going until it stops smoking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like, give it a little bit more. And yeah. then... Like, no steam can come from it when you pour the next bucket of water on it. Like, keep going until the bucket of water you just poured on it, no steam mm-hmm. in any place. Yep. Then it's all right. Do that. And then kind of stir it around, spread your fire yeah. about a little bit because you never know what's, like, next to it. And then pour one more bucket of water just yeah. to make sure. Like, like just pour a bucket of water, please. We don't want to burn children. No. Or grown-ups. I mean, I don't want a grown-up to step on someone old, someone's old fire either. Like, that just sucks. No. No. I really do like the realistic, how the pirates kind of... It's a kid's book, so I don't yeah. feel bad saying it. How the pirates kind of get narrowed down. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they camped in a dumb spot. Yeah. yeah they were drinking a lot. Yeah, they were drinking a lot. <laughs> They weren't exactly in prime physical condition. No. Again, the doctor. Ah, there, said Morgan. That comed of spilling Bibles. That comed, as you call it, call it, of being errant asses. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, I love the doctor. Uh, every step, it's you that saves our lives. 
And do you suppose by any chance that we are going to let you lose yours? Mm. Like, <laughs> it's true. Jimbo keeps saving everybody's life. And also, like, that's what part of what makes it such a fun adventure novel yeah. is, like, how Jim does it feels very realistic and not Mary Sue-like. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like Jim has superpowers. It's just Jim is very lucky. He's very yeah. he's very um, Harry Potter. Like, very... Exactly. Like, <laughs> or very Ron. Like, why is it always you? Yeah. For the life of me, I don't know either. (laughs) Yeah, I I love Jim. And in the very end, he's like such a good boy. Like, I I gave him my word. Yeah. I told him Mm -hmm. I can't go. And the doctor's like, just come run. Just run. Go. He's like, I can't. I promise. I promise. (laughs) And the doctor's like, like, that's probably better. Like, like, he comes around. Yeah. Yeah. And my last thing Mm -hmm. is, um, well, my second to last thing. This book has a bows at the very end. It really does. You know, in those movies, like holes and stuff yeah. like that, where they at the very end show the picture and then like a description of what they are doing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like that, that thing you do. Yeah. At the very end. I love that so much. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. I don't want to read the bows only because no, it's like very they're long. bows. Yeah. But it's also, you know, extremely, um, what's the word? Spoilery. spoilery like spoily completely spoilery. yeah but uh but yeah you i mean it re- i love a book that ends with a bow mm-hmm. like with bows but also like okay we wrapped up the story with a bow yeah. like great leave me thinking but also great take me on a wild ride and then let me get off at the end yeah i'm so happy i'm so i got off the port <laughs> i'm good i got off my boat i had a great time yeah Hispaniola's sailing away <laughs> and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I'm on the port. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm back in Bristol. Yeah. My last thing. Mm-hmm. You know who was 100% inspired by the parrot in this book? Who? The parrot in the Pirates of the Caribbean. They are the same parrot. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Are we, is that our transition? Let's talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so, yeah, oh yes. And and Pirates of the Caribbean is like the opposite of Treasure Island, kind of, in the sense that Treasure Island 1 is about getting treasure from an island. Yeah. And Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, is about putting treasure put back, back on, on an island. island. Put it back, put it back on the island, put it back now. Put it back, put it back, put it back. Um, but also like, just the... Tre- Pirates of the Caribbean starting off as a kind of Treasure Island-inspired ride at disneyland that became i know i love that i love it so much it's like the mummy that way yeah like we had a roller coaster and we thought let's make a movie about it (laughs) what could go wrong turns out nothing 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 can go wrong at least for the first two or three yeah the mummy the first two for pirates of the caribbean the first first three. three um here's the thing about pirates of the caribbean this is a hill i will die on hmm all the way dead Got it. Okay. All the way dead. Yeah. Not, like not even nearly dead. Not mostly dead. Like not don't bother dead. with the Miracle Max no. thing. Like <laughs> no, no. I will be all the way dead for this. Captain Jack Sparrow is not the main character of the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Mm-hmm. And if he is the only character you retain, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Because a main character should go on some sort of journey. Mm-hmm. And while Captain Jack does have like a goal, mm-hmm. he does not really evolve or change. Right. Like w- while it seems like he might a little bit throughout the course of the three movies, it's very minor. Mm-hmm. He's basically the same person. The main character of the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy is Elizabeth Swan. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Because she starts off as a little bit spoiled and a little, <laughs> a little bit spoiled princess. A little bit spoiled princess. Like, not that bad, but like a little bit spoiled princess. Yeah. And ends up, the spoiler, Pirate King. Yeah. That's what we call a journey. Yeah. That's a a journey. She en- <laughs> she starts off engaged to one person and ends up married to a different one. Yeah. And like Will That's is probably journey. the main supporting character, like but yeah. Elizabeth's absolutely the main character. Yeah. And Captain Jack is basically like Donkey <laughs> in Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> like he's great. And it would not be as good of a movie without him. Yeah. But don't give me this Captain Jack is the central plot. Right. Because no. he's not. No. It's Barbosa's story. It's yeah. like it's more Barbosa's story than it is Captain Jack's. <laughs> like, let's just be honest here. Right. The Curse of the Black Pearl, the thing the movie's named after, doesn't freaking even happen to Captain Jack. Like, no no. Yeah. No, no, no. He's Donkey. He's yeah. just Donkey. <laughs> donkey. Yeah. You have to say it with the full accent. You can't donkey. Just say Donkey. 
<laughs> well, I, I couldn't decide <laughs> until halfway through, which also means what, Will Turner is Shrek? <laughs> I don't know. Um, not really. <laughs> I feel like, if anything, Barbosa's Shrek. Uh, okay, 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 Bar- okay. Barbosa's pirate? Not yeah. pirate. Parrot? Um, pi- well, he is the monkey. Oh, yeah. Oh. Not you. We named the monkey Jack. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So... The only reason my family watched Pirates of the Caribbean originally was because my father's name is William Turner. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that there was a movie coming out that had a William Turner in it, he was like, I'm going to see it. Like, it doesn't look like it's up my alley. The first trailer was very not reflective of the right. tone of the movie. Like, they got it right on right. by the time Dead Man's Chest came out. But the first film's trailer right. did not convey the tone of right. the film. Like, it seemed much more horrific yeah. from the trailer. Um which is why he was like, oh, you know, it's got my yeah. name. And then he was like, you would love Life. this. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, I love those movies. Also, can we just Captain Jack Sparrow, Captain Long, John Silver. Oh, wow. Okay. I see They're you. both JS. <laughs> They're both JSs. <laughs> They're I see both you. problematic. Both problematic faves. faves. Yep. I mean, Elizabeth. Not the main character. Yeah. I do love how Elizabeth ships herself so hard with Will Turner that when uh-huh. they're like, what's your name? She's like, Elizabeth Turner. Turner? Like, <laughs> that's, that's such a schoolgirl thing yeah, to do. Like, Elizabeth Turner. I accidentally doodled it 800 times. And then when the pirates asked me what my name is, that's what I said. <laughs> like, I couldn't give them my real last name. So the first one I could think of was Turner. Yeah. Which is also like, what a good comedy of errors where she's like, they can't know that they accidentally captured like someone in the governor's daughter. So I have to give them a fake name. And they're like, even more important, even better. We got a Turner. (laughs) And I'm like, you did. You really did. Kind of. Kind of. And then the actual Turner just shows up. Yeah. You know, for Mm. reasons. Yeah. I'm like, you will catch a Turner. (laughs) All you need to catch a Turner is to have an Elizabeth. Yeah. They'll just show up. Yep. Why is the rum gone is also (laughs) the greatest line in cinematic history. Why is the rum gone? And the second greatest mashup (laughs) followed following only they're taking the Hobbit's eyes and guard. Yeah. And why is the rum gone is like easily second place. Yeah. By a wide margin. I just I love that remix. I love that song so much. The entire Royal Navy (laughs) is out. The The entire entire Royal Navy Navy is out. out. (laughs) One. Two, one, two. Not you. <laughs> two. It's so good. <laughs> That's not good enough. That's not good enough. <laughs> That's our musical recommendation. It's just, it's just listening that to that. I mean, we didn't recommend. I mean, while we're here, I'm going to recommend John Cozart's Lord of the Rings in 90 seconds, yeah. and also the uh, they're taking the Hobbit's Isengard from the Lord of the Rings special. Just yeah. going to get those out there. Also, the fact that the guy who plays the villain in World's End, like mm-hmm. the main awful villain, mm-hmm. is the same guy who plays Collins in the 2005 Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just Kira Knightley and him again, and I'm just like, excellent. People I aren't cargo him. mate, which is oh. one of the best underrated lines in a Disney yeah. movie. People ain't cargo, mate. You're just like, wow. 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 Okay, here is my fan theory. Mm-hmm. And it was it was like, I watched the movie, and it wasn't even a theory. Like, it did not occur to me that it wasn't canon until yeah. I said it to someone else, and they were like, really? And I was like, did not everyone think this? Hmm. At the beginning of At World's End. Okay, mm-hmm. so we all know Dead Man's Chest opens with the rainy wedding that gets called off because it's raining yeah. and also pirates. Yeah, and okay. also pirates. And also pirates. At World's End opens with all the pirates getting hung, right? Yeah. And like the one of the crimes that you can be hung for is association with pirates. Mm-hmm. And one of the people who's getting hung is a young boy. And I immediately and always thought that that was Jim Hawkins getting thrown under the bus by John Silver. Aww. Like that they were like, well, Jim Hawkins didn't, outright kill everyone so jim hawkins must be a pirate right and so the boy who's getting hung is jim it has always been my theory hmm. and that it's like it's an alt canon clearly right because like jim lives but right. also um calypso did not actually create a tornado in the sea yeah that swallowed up most of the east india trading company yeah. so i don't think pirates of the caribbean is based um, on fact it's not hist- it's not a historical <laughs> film no i mean neither is treasure island but at least treasure island like 
plausibly historical. Like, it feels like it's based in, like... Yeah. I mean, it's an adventure novel, but I mean, like, historical fiction in the sense of, like... Oh, yeah. I'm talking about a time, and, like, we didn't break the rules of physics. Right, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean is not playing no. with... No. They play very fast and loose with how things work. Yeah. Excellently. Like, if you don't be a good Davy Jones, you yeah. get squid face <laughs> those are the you rules squid face oh i've been a bad crew member for davy <laughs> jones so now i have barnacles growing out the side of my head it's unfortunate but those are the rules <laughs> who's making these rules uh, some witchy lady down in new orleans <laughs> like <laughs> who's making these rules who who decided the monkey jack <laughs> like, monkey jack are there rules to this i love that keith richards plays captain jack's dad like that's yeah. keith richards yeah and they did it because uh johnny depp based his walk on keith richards yeah and so it's like you know who we need to get to play captain sparrow senior keith richards, richards. yeah <laughs> yeah oh uh, that soundtrack's so good it should be illegal to write the soundtrack to the lion king and pirates of the caribbean and prince of egypt yeah, that's, and the Dark that, Knight. That is illegal. It's not though. Although it, it is, it was illegal for Hans Zimmer to enter Africa because he was protesting something <laughs> during the scoring of the Lion King, and so he had to have other people record the music, like <laughs> for inspiration, because he wasn't allowed to go to Africa. <laughs> Hans Zimmer is too powerful. Too, 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 too much. If it turns out that he is in fact the Greek god of music, okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, sure. All right. I'm convinced. Fine. Because Hans Zimmer's soundtracks don't always sound like Hans Zimmer. Like, yeah. there's, I mean, I guess if you think, like, his signature is strings with vocals, but that doesn't happen in every movie. Yeah. Like, it's not like John Williams where you're like, oh, there's the brass section. And it's yeah. not like Carter Burwell where it's like, ah, uh, yes, a sad guitarist and someone going, ooh, which is yeah. how all Carter Burwell. <laughs> We, I mean, that's, is that not all Carter Burwell soundtracks? Yeah. And Hans Zimmer is like, five-part harmonies, that's my signature. And we're like, great. Oh, excellent. Except for The Dark Knight, where I will use no real instruments to show how the city has destroyed itself. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Hans. <laughs> Thank you, Hans. <laughs> all right. We're all so happy for you. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean is so good. And it's so fun. Like, it's fun. Yeah. I love Adventure I love Peril. That. So I good. I grew up with those movies. I love those movies. I I think I watched Pirates of the Caribbean the same year that I watched Princess Bride for the first time. I want it to be Elizabeth Swan. Same. <laughs> honestly. And, like, I loved so much being named Turner mm -hmm. during that era. Like, I still love it, but it was so nice yeah. to have, and people are like, ooh, is your dad the William Turner? And I'm like, yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. And since it goes back five generations, it's plausible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm the combo breaker. <laughs> Very exciting. Oh, I just, I love that movie so much. It was Captain Jack Sparrow for Halloween, mm -hmm. and it was excellent like i've if seen anybody the, I've knows seen my it. mom yeah she goes hard i looked like captain jack sparrow because as a kid i still do but as a kid i had dark under eyes so like oh, yeah. i looked <laughs> i looked like i was a pirate mm -hmm. who had been at sea and just ported and had done some like stressful stuff with davy jones yeah <laughs> and, oh like, my gosh yeah just got back yes absolutely <laughs> oh. yeah it had the like be the long bead in the mm -hmm. in the wig oh, oh yeah it yeah was, yeah spot on it was so good I, brilliant go annabelle yeah it, excellent wow i mean and like i think that adventure stories can be underrated like 100%. they're popular like they yeah. make a lot of money but the idea that going on an adventure in your brain is a good thing to do like the fact that our buddies Lewis and Tolkien had to write whole essays about how that was a legitimate way to spend your time yeah. tells you that this has been a problem for a while. Like people have always kind of hated things that are fun. And I'm yeah. like, just because it's fun doesn't mean it's dumb. Yeah. It's real smart. It's, it's fun. Good, it's good storytelling. And you know what? 
What if it's not that smart? What if it's just a fun adventure? You can still enjoy that. You can like the things that you like, a reoccurring theme (laughs) on this podcast. podcast. (laughs) There's no rules. No. Have I, for one, I follow the rules quite strictly. I have never heard of (laughs) nor been called out with the rule that you can't like the things that you like. There is. Unless the exception to the rule is if the thing you like is horrible. Yep. Like morally, Mm -hmm. ethically legally (laughs) and even then the way that you like it would be the thing that defines whether or not it is morally ethically bad yeah example being fight club like the easy example yes like if you read or watch fight club and you're like wow i love this so much the takeaway here is that i should start a fight club you're doing it wrong no that's wrong if you're like wow i love this so much the takeaway here is that i should be more okay with being mediocre you're doing better yeah like good job you got it you got a a a legitimate takeaway if you like it because you're like oh fight scene great great cool that's fine fine. (laughs) my voice got so high also there was like okay the lord of the rings had like just come out when pirates of the caribbean was coming out Uh and so there were all these great is orlando bloom more like legolas or will (laughs) turner and it's like oh this is the comparison article I need. <laughs> oh, I've seen those. And they're all so bad good. Yeah. Like, does he look more like Legolas or or I'm Will like Turner? Turner? And it's like, I don't friggin' know. I'm like, well, I don't think Orlando Bloom has white, long-ass hair, so... Mm-hmm. Or pointy elf ears. He doesn't have pointy elf ears. He doesn't. He really doesn't. <laughs> so I'm guessing... He looks more like Will Turner. He does. And at the time, he just left his hair long. Yeah, I'm like, because it's easier it's to put on a wig. just him. Yeah. <laughs> With long hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole Pirates of the Caribbean franchise up to and not past at World's <laughs> End is really delightful and just so good and emotionally compelling and really fun to watch. And just like Treasure Island has a bazillion twists and turns. Yeah. And is also just, you know, a bop. Yeah. Like I, I know that's it's not a bop. Yeah, there. I feel like there are movies and books that are a bop where you're just like, yeah. you know what? I want to spend some time in this world, like just cruising, like not not worried about it. Like yeah. it's just a jam. It's and then just a hell yeah, it'll accidentally make you feel things. Yeah, which brings us to our music, which we screamed about for five minutes when we realized that we hadn't already <laughs> done it on this podcast. I looked through the list literally four times. Yeah. <laughs> And it's Reliant K's album, Collapsible Lung. Yes. Okay. Here is some deep Reliant K tea and controversy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first albums, like the early albums, are the early albums. Great. Mm-hmm. We're going to start this story with Five Score and Seven Years Ago. Okay. Great. So Five Score <laughs> and Seven Years Ago. Five score and seven years ago. I just like Our father, Matt Thiessen and Matt Hoops. <laughs> Perfect way to use that, that yes. statement, that album. Okay. Anyway, Five Score and Seven Years Ago comes out, and there is a lot of love songs on it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of not love songs, but there's a lot of love songs, and they're, like, real sappy. Like, mm-hmm. getting played in Paxson sappy. Got it. Okay. Getting played in Claire's sappy. Oh! Is real good. Okay. I mean, they're, they're good songs, but it's, right. like full-blown stars in my eyes love song right it's a mood yeah and the thank yous were quite long Mm -hmm. the thank you part of the album right the next album that comes out is much more country there's almost no harmonies Uh whereas collapsible lung had like an acapella song right or sorry not collapse five score and seven years ago had a had a acapella song like you could tell tison was really going at it for like the musicality of it Forget and Not Slow Down comes out, which is <laughs> almost exclusively breakup songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, big mood, guys. Uh, yeah, so as it turns out, I don't remember if Matt Hoop's divorce had happened yet, but Tyson's engagement got called off. And so Forget and Not Slow Down is exclusively about that, basically. Yeah. And like also Hoop's is marriage sense. falling apart. Um, that's that. And oh, yeah. then 
the entire Reliant K fandom, like everyone who had stuck with them, because basically there's also a dividing line between people who are like, Reliant K yeah. is like for children. Uh, and those people didn't listen to anything past five score. Yeah. For the people who stayed. Yeah. There was like this big anticipation of like forget and not slow down too because everyone liked the direction the band yeah. took. And what they gave us was Collapsible Lung, uh. which is a pop bop album. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. By the way, the album that we're, all, that we're like, it's the same thing. It's the same yeah. album is Paramore's After Laughter, which we did in episode yeah. two. <laughs> so Yeah. I love those two albums so much. Did you know that you can write good lyrics? over pop music and is still gonna be good what and also like it's so good oh it's so freaking good good. and uh there was there was i cannot tell you how many different like really thoughtful engagements there were about like people saying like does collapsible lung accurate like follow up forget and not slow down well or was it a mistake and <laughs> Excuse you, sir. Well, and my favorite, my favorite was I think it was just a comment. Like somebody yeah. was leaving a comment, like in a Reddit mm-hmm. or something, and it was like, I listened to this album, and I like my kids, like I'm a janitor, and so the kids at my school were like really weirded out that I was listening to songs about sex because I never do. Yeah, and he's like, I listened to it on repeat for an entire day to try to figure out what I thought about this. And I think that Collapsible Lung is the perfect follow-up to Forget to Not Slow Down, which was so raw and emotional. Yeah. And this is the next step you would take, which is numbing yourself and living like everything's okay. Yeah. And becoming someone who you don't recognize. Yeah. Like, that is the follow-up. And the only way to understand Collapsible Lung is to listen to, like, the last song. To listen to Collapsible Lung. Like, to listen to the title track, which is rare that the title track's the last one. It's not the last one. It's the second to last one. Oh, the yeah, last right. one is That's My Jam featuring Owl City. <laughs> oh, that's only on the deluxe. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not a that's okay. not part of and and okay, this is a Heidi thing. The non-deluxe is always like the story of the album to uh-huh. me and then the deluxe edition is like Right. It I know it doesn't say deluxe, that's why I didn't know, but yeah. Yeah, no. I only know because I got the physical album. Right. <laughs> like yeah, when that it came makes out because it was the past. Right. But yeah, and then and then Reliant K followed it up again. With Air for Free, which is mm. really just the culmination of all things good yeah. in, the, in the world. It's, but we're not talking so about Air for Free today. It's so great. But yes, no, I love Collapsible Lung, the song, so, so much. much. Like, it is in my head 24-7 all the time. Mm-hmm. Just the line, I'm getting by with my collapsible, t- collapsible lung, and it's a good time 100% of the time. Oh, that's that gets <laughs> stuck in my head. Um I hope I haven't heard the last words from the Holy Ghost because yeah. I think that I was I'm supposed to be well on my way by now. I'm like, eh. I do the twist with my replaceable hips. And oh, like, I love ah. that. Also, like that that like aching for a relationship and and like a real relationship mm-hmm. that really is like everywhere in air for free. The first time it shows up, I think like really shows up is in that song too, uh-huh. where it's like. I want to grow old and kiss your tired, tired li- and yeah. kiss your tired lips. And it's just like, <laughs> or rub your tired limbs. I want to yeah. grow old and rub, rub your, your tired, tired limbs. limbs. And that like, I mean, of course, like yeah. in Marigold, like do you hear wedding bells? That, yeah. that chorus is just like, ouch, but it starts ah. in collapsible lung. Um, don't blink. Yeah. Mm. Gloria is such a bop. <laughs> Gloria is such a bop and also <laughs> such a good, like this relationship fell apart. I guess it's love running flower petals everywhere i guess it's love running fingers through your hair i guess it's love when you tell me what to wear yeah i'm like oh i guess it's love when you're going through my phone i guess it's love when i can't go out alone and it's like yikes (laughs) disaster what a bop also like the weird like domesticness of disaster yeah like also can't complain is peak like whistling song it's the peak, mm-hmm. like, the song with the whistle in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, PTL. That's oh, very yeah. good. Which is also, I don't know if it's a phrase outside of it, mm-hmm. but, like, PTL is a common Christian abbreviation for praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they did that on uh-huh. purpose. Like, they absolutely did PTL, part-time lover, yeah, as a thing. If I Could Take You Home is also a uh, ouch. Yeah. I mean, all... At this point, we're listing off all the songs Boomerang. on the album. <laughs> oh, Boomerang, Boomerang, Lost Boy. 
boomerang i did i did choreography for kiddos once is like oh, a yeah. how to do stuff and it was actually pretty fun like yeah. it was mostly a this is how you put together a song yeah if i could take you home is excellent yeah. lost boy yeah lost boy is really mm. the like that's one of those linchpin songs where i'm just yeah. like ugh, wow and Lost Boy really feels like the tie-in to Man from yeah. Air for Free. Yeah. I spent the last six years like Hoffman in a swimming pool. Uh, yeah. They're all good. They're all so good. The only one that I don't love is Sweeter, and even then I still love it. It's yeah. just I wasn't, I'm never expecting it. Yeah. I'm like, because it, it's like, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. I'm just never expecting it to go in here. Yeah. It feels a little bit like the like the law dispute song on After Laughter. The it one that's feels like, like it feels like the slow song they play in teen movies. That's what it. That's a I dance. Mean, that's what it's it the is. background song yeah. that they're dancing to that you can't quite hear, but you can like kind of hear it. And yeah. yeah, it also feels very um like it feels like it would make sense on any other Reliant K album like tonally, uh-huh. but on this one it's just like wait what. It feels like two, t- two teenage characters at a like prom or school mm-hmm. dance are having a serious conversation over it. Mm. I, I want to. Uh, <laughs> my counter perspective is that it feels like the mo- the music that plays over the montage scene when the person is leaving their spouse, <laughs> like mm. like you know that scene where like someone's getting in their car and it's all big and emotional. It's just like, ooh, ooh. I mean, it also is playing in the background of a prom, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about like the slightly, slightly older version of that. Yeah. But it's mostly because of the, the, I wonder if she knows that I know where she goes when she says she's with her friends. Mm-hmm. She looks good in your clothes. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> I do love that he says that th- that's also the only song now that I'm thinking about it that alternates between the two mats. Uh-huh. And so, like, there's this really good, like, commentary on that uh-huh. where Tyson, she looks good in your clothes, and then Hoops, I wonder if she knows yeah. that I know where she goes when she says she's with her friends. And it's like, y'all telling a story. <laughs> y'all, this is a story, y'all. Hey, hey, don't sleep with both mats, lady. I would also like to point out that this entire album feels very late 90s early 2000s oh absolutely high school mm-hmm. show for yep. me like i started watching dawson's creek recently um don't be mad at me this is my thing right now I, i'm getting into watching these types of shows and or movies you're allowed to like what you like yeah. it's a recurring theme it's it's what i'm doing right now i just watched now and then the movie excellent yeah i'm this is what i'm doing anyways the whole thing feels like that because i started watching it and i went I need to listen to Collapsible Along the Song right now. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. need it now. Collapsible Lung, it feels very that. It also feels very, um, shoot, like Forever the Sickest Kids. Like, it reminds mm-hmm. me of Forever the Sickest Kids and, of course, After Laughter. And shuffling mm-hmm. After Laughter together with Collapsible Lung. Yeah, it's such like, a good time. It's so good. Do it. And, and I mean, there's albums... Um, How to Be Human by the Classic Crime Shuffled with mm-hmm. Where the Lights Shines Through by Switchfoot. Like, there's albums yeah. that seem like they're constantly talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, the feeling of alternating between Rose Colored Boy and Lost Boy. Yeah. I'm not emotionally prepared. No. <laughs> Tell Me How, followed immediately by Gloria. You're just like, <laughs> I'm going to need you to not go so hard. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Or, alternatively, go well, yeah, they released air for free. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I've got to tie myself down to the train track. Gonna relax. <laughs> Gonna relax. <laughs> I'm relaxed. You don't look relaxed. Relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, everything about collapsible lung is good. It's it's a jam. Yeah. And you know what? I do actually recommend listening to. Skip the EPs because they're they're like EPs. They're they're different. And mm-hmm. Reliant K often does like more B sidey EPs mm-hmm. than like EP EPs. Mm-hmm. Although the Christmas one is excellent, I oh, very yeah, yeah. much suggest the the Christmas album. Oh, I'm not saying skip the EPs like right. in general. Right. This is going somewhere. Right. I figured. Listen to the entirety of 
five score, God. then forget and not slow down, then collapsible lung, then air for free as like one big long opera. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. That's in that context. Right. Skip the EPs because they're not adding to that story. Yeah. But also, I want to give you a fun Reliant K fact real quick. Oh, please do. The song, The One I'm Waiting For from Mm Mm-hmm is about Katy Perry. Because when she was Katy Hudson, she and Matt Thiessen went to the same church and briefly dated. And in fact, the one that got away is very strongly theorized in both fandoms to be about Thiessen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. It's very good. Like, listening to the one I'm waiting for and then thinking of Katy Perry is so fun. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Yeah. There's also a theory that you're so gay is also about Matt Thiessen. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so gay and you don't even like boys. <laughs> Which is not a Katy Perry song that has aged well. <laughs> Fair. Just gonna be honest. Uh, yeah, fair. I mean, a lot of things don't age. Heidi, mm. Mm. what's your wreck of the week? The Blind Side. Okay. Yep, it's a movie. It's real good. It's about football. It's also about family. It's real good. It's about football. It's also about family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like Sandra Bullock and I is someone. That's oh. the plot. Excellent. It's very good. Uh, Tim McGraw shows off that he can act. Lily Collins plays a character named Collins. Like it's Aww. very, it's very good and wholesome and pure. And it's like slightly, clo- it's close to being like sickly sweet, uh-huh. but it really dances on that line quite well. Right. So if you're looking for something that's kind of nice and also something that portrays people who are really compassionate and also like more conservative leaning, mm-hmm. excellent because there is a line in the film. Did you ever think we'd have a black son before we knew a Democrat? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh. it's it's really good. Like, it's a very, very good movie. Um, and it, it, it makes my heart warm. Aww. And so it's it's kind of in like that, that thing you do, like pile of like right. good, good feels. So right. my rec is if you did not watch it, The Blind Side. Also, Sandra Bullock won an Academy Award for it. So it's not yeah. like it's a poorly done movie right just you want something nice you want something sweet you don't want to watch something that's gonna make you gag from the too much sweet the blind side do it murray what's your wreck of the week goonies oh noise <laughs> the goonies the movie i like it <laughs> i love that movie so much it is on my list of i will continually watch it over and over again for always and ever mm. um, i like how we both both <laughs> brought like I will watch this movie 800 more times. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. I have watched it 800 times. I will watch it 800 more. I love it so much. And it, it kind of ties into the theme of pirates and adventure and mm-hmm. treasure. Yeah. It 100% ties into that theme. And yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, <sighs> The Blind Side does not have any tie-ins but to, to that. But it is like, it's just, it's real good. Yeah. You know what it feels like? Huh. It feels like if the most inspo, like inspirational movie you can think of met 42. Fair. Like that level of like twist and it's real it's real good. Yeah. Um also Hidden Figures is like that. Mm-hmm. Really, really good, but it's not what I'm wrecking. Anyway, you wrecked the Goonies. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Um all of the characters are so fun and very different and unique and funny. It actually kind of reminds me of like the characters themselves and the character relationships kind of remind me of uh Stranger Things, which is new mm-hmm. but yeah that's kind of the relationship that i feel from it mm-hmm. and well isn't stranger things like tributing the goonies all over yeah 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 <laughs> that's what I, yeah yeah it's it, exactly that's why it reminds me of that but yeah i just <laughs> i oh it's so good um i love yeah i just love that the big brother he's always like can we just go home now mm-hmm. and his little brother's like no and he's like fine oh <laughs> All right, then. I love it. Yeah. It's just, it feel it's a feel-good movie. It's a movie that I can put on in the background, but also if I want to start watching it, I can start watching it and won't be bored. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's always just, good. Yeah. It's mm. a good time. It's such a good time. <laughs> 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 that movie just has a very, very special place in my heart. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Roll credits. 
Our theme song is Downtown Love by Reese from his EP, It's Okay to Be Sad. This podcast is produced and edited by me. Both Rory and I do pre-production by reading and watching listening to all the things, usually hundreds of times. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes or get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at spoilers underscore ahead underscore. We would love to hear from you. And next episode is going to be great. We don't know what it's about. I we want, never do. I want the collapsible lung cover tattooed on my body. I am... I need there to be a higher percentage than 100 because I am more than 100% in support of this. Right here. Right here. I know exactly where I want it. We're not telling you, but it's not her butt. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. I know. I want it right here. (laughs) Yeah.